And my wife got a job up here in Kent. So, and then that's where we found this uh, Hope Divine. I, I, I thank the pastor of the church and his family for trusting in me to share the word of God. Uh, I always say that back home, Fiji, the English language, that's our second language. You know, we don't know much about English. But uh, we tried our best. We asked God, Lord, if this is going to happen, I'm not going to preach in Fijian to the Australian people. They're going to laugh at me. But you have to give me power and the strength. You have to give me, anointing me to do this. I know my cousin brother was just been here a couple of months ago, Pastor David Wate. Um, me and uh, his mom, their sisters, my mom is elder than uh, his mom. We all grew up in the, the Pentecostal UPCI in Fiji back in the 1971. I was born in that uh, year. That's where the starting of the church back home in Fiji. And uh, my dad was like a fourth family, fourth man to baptize in Jesus' name on that year. And uh, after two years, Pastor David, who was uh, dead, come to know the Lord. So it's like a family thing, you know, where they, they do connect back to their family and start sharing the word of God. And I, I'm so glad and I'm very glad. You know, I, I can't even hold back my tears sometimes when I think that God picked my family out from the village in Fiji Island. We, we, we're not much. We're just about 380,000 80, people out there in Fiji. 300 uh, islands compared to the two big islands. But 150 islands were, uh, were occupied right now, but the rest is still empty. So... If anyone wants to go to Fiji, you can have one of those islands that is. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I'm, I'm so glad I come to know the pastor of the Hope Divine Church. And I know uh, his family back in uh, Solomon Island of Vanuatu, if I'm correct. And that's where my dad took the, 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 the truth, this truth, to Solomon Island in Vanuatu. So um, I want to go there and visit because some of my family, they... Um, dad was got nowhere to go. I said, he prayed that, Lord, I'm going to go to a place that I don't know. It's a foreign country for me, and I don't even know who they are and what they're going to do to me. But as the first thing I wanted to tell the Lord, I'm, this is going to agreement, God, with my dad. And he said, this is the first for me to enter into the airport in Port Vila in Vanuatu. The first man that comes towards me, that will be the pastor. Well, that's very hard. So, yes, when he... Goes into the airport, arrived there in Port Vila. A guy with a big hair fro comes in with a short uh, trousers, the socks just right up here. Comes straight to my dad and said, Are you from Fiji? And my dad said, You're going to be the pastor. He looked at him and looked at my dad, straight away they go, They don't know each other. <laughs> this guy ended up. Um, Put him into a house with all the demons of the Solomon Island in Vanuatu there. And my dad can't sleep on that night because of the spirit that goes around in and out the house. And I said, Lord, this is the first thing that I have to go through. Praise the Lord. I thank the Lord that is Vanuatu and Solomon knows 
God till today. So I'm carrying on with the generation. I know my great-grandparents, they're all in the AUG church back home in Fiji. But in 1971, they, they, there's a truth coming to our shore by the Reverend Don Dobbins from Texas in America. And he brought this truth about the Acts 238. You know that. Baptizing in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Spirit, live a holy life. Believe in the word of God and do things right in the presence of the Lord. And all in all in all, starting from top down to the bottom. And that's why the Fiji people are so happy today because they received that. It's, it's, it's like a truth that comes so late in Fiji in the 1971, apart from the, the, the religion, the denomination, they were there before. So we thank the Lord that uh, I'm one of the product on that uh, year back then. And I thank the Lord that my family, when I rose, uh, raised up, I'm raised up in a Christian family. And my dad was a pastor of the church. And my mom also has been doing a lot in the work of the Lord. And I'm starting to mold myself into that uh, environment. And um, times goes by, as I'm just uh, about to, to read the word of God this morning. Uh, I know I've, I've been, Lord, just, just give me some word to say. I think last couple of weeks I was just studying and going through lots of notes and lots of notes. Just last night, he told me, my son, you just have to preach this thing. Don't, don't make it long. Just, just make it simple to the people. Praise the Lord. I know, I know someone here right now this morning or today, God wants to speak to you right now this morning. I believe that. Uh, I, do, I was just sharing my, my testimony. Uh, Last week I was preaching down at Pentecostal Kent's and uh, I, I was just testifying what God has done in my life. Remember, I'm, I'm a son of a pastor. Everybody looked at my dad back home in Fiji because he's the assistant superintendent of the UPCI back home. And everybody looked into their assistant superintendent's kid, family, whatsoever. They have to be straight. They have to sit quietly in the church. They don't have to do lots and lots of things. That's why I, I was just raised up from that environment. Praise the Lord. You know what God tells me just a couple of hours ago? He said, you tell them, preach this word, accept God, build a house. I just want you to turn into your Bible, if you go with me this morning. Psalms, you know, Psalms, who wrote the Psalms? David. Psalms uh, chapter 122, verse 1. And the other scriptures that I want to talk about this morning is Psalms chapter 127, verse 1. So first we're going to go through that, uh, the chapter 1 of 122 of Psalms. I know it's, everybody can say this. Praise the Lord. And I thank, I thank each and everyone this morning for especially God allowing me to do this. I was a bit of uh, layback and 
I said, Lord, what am I going to do here? I can't stand up and, you know, speak. But God said, you just stand up. You just open your mouth. That's it. Praise the Lord. So the Lord, the, 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 this, is what, this is what the Bible said. I was glad. You got the same Bible with me? I was glad when they say unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Very powerful message. That, that's what I was doing back home. Praise the Lord. My parents, very strictly, they, they don't want this. They don't want it. We in the family, we, I'm the eldest of the 12 children back home. And they're still in the Lord right now. Four of uh, us were pastors, pastor back home, and uh, everybody is a musician. They sing. Now my our kids are coming up. Now they also in the ministry. They're doing things back home. This is something that I've heard a lot and so many times that my, my family, my parents used to tell me, "Come on, go to church. Go to church. You're never gonna find anything here. Go to church." So sometimes, you know, it's feel frustrated, you know, keep on listening to the same old thing. Praise the Lord. And I know everyone come here this morning, no one forced you to come to church. Is anyone here has been forced to come to church? Praise the Lord, be honest. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because why I'm saying this? Because, you know, oh, just because mom and dad went to church, I just want to go to church. And then I'm going to sit down there, I'm going to do nothing. I heard the pastors this morning were saying, please, if you just can't raise up your hand, you're not going to die. Praise the Lord. And that's what we were told back home. You go into the church, nobody told us to lift our hand. We just look, oh, grandma lift up her hands. We just start lifting up our hands. Praise the Lord. I was glad when they say unto me, let us go into the household of the Lord. I, I thoroughly thank the Lord that the family here, we were talking about it last uh, few, uh, yesterday, about the family, raising up the family, parenting the family and all. I was really touched and moved by the Spirit of God because I sometimes lack of it. I don't know what to do to the kids. I, I, one day I, was, I told one of, my, one of my son, you know, what if you don't listen to me now? You can pack up your stuff and go to your mom. That sounds terrible. And when I go back into the room and I said, Lord, you gave these kids to me. I'm so blessed with these kids. Can you just direct me? Because the problem with me is I don't uh, acknowledge my ways. You know, I, I just go on my own. So the second scriptures this morning, you know, I just want to speak shortly about that. They're very simple. It's on the, the Psalms, chapter 127, verse 1. If you bear with me this morning, uh, can we read that verse? Psalms 127 verse 1. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Except. Except the Lord build the house. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. It's just a long way... Uh, and I want to share my testimony this morning. I'm going to base on these two scriptures this morning. If you're with me, I know you're going to pick up little things about what I'm trying to say this morning. And God wants to uh, talk about this morning. 
um, I was raised up, yes, I was raised up in the Christian family. I, I read the Bible. I've got uh, so many things that I involved myself into the ministry. There's a Sunday school and, and coaching to my teens and to my youth. And all of a sudden, at the age of 21, I started to do things on my own. I start go out from the family. I didn't even tell my dad and my mom that I'm go out. They don't even know. I was trying to build up something on my own. I want to explore the world. At that very age, I was you know, bit a handsome young boy. I tried to uh, show myself up into the world. And I start fading away from the presence of the Lord. I remember the prodigal son. He asked his dad, "Can I have all my inheritance? All my inheritance, please. I just, I just want to go." Even the, the, the father doesn't want to say anything. He just said, "Okay, come, come, my son." So he split the inheritance and give it to his son. He go. You know the story. Wait, hand it up to. So that's what I was doing. I ended up and starting going to from worse to worse, and everything is said to black out, things starting to fade away. I, I don't even know anything about the Bible, don't even know anything about the scriptures. I, I all I, I totally lost my family. Remember, this is really tough. I, I, I thank the Lord that from the very moment after 10 plus years, I was just a rebellion kid. As I heard pastor this morning, black sheep, I'm one of the black sheep in the family. Praise the Lord. I started to do things, some crazy stuff. Smoking, drinking, uh, committing idolatries, and all this stuff. This is what happened to a person not in the presence of the Lord. I, start, I started to, to, to very, you know, frightened when somebody told me, Hey, can we go to church? I, I, I'm not doing that. I just stay away. Praise the Lord. One day I ended up into a hotel. I was working there. They offered me the job. I was playing. You know, I'm a musician. I, I worked in the, this hotel for so many years. I met a lot of friends. And this is happened in nine, 2011. I was just on the stage entertaining the people. The visitors coming all the way from different Part of the walls, they were there. So I was just staying there and I said, Lord, is this is the end of me. Is this is what I'm going to do? Is, is this is what you call me to do? My, my family were trying to locate me where I am, where is Drew. I was just totally out. 2011, I was really in a mess. Everything started to come up, bills. I've lost my family. This is what is happening. I, I almost ended up into another uh, uh, mental health things, the hospital. I, I, I almost ended up there because this is what is happening to me. I, I'm, I'm trying to build up something without God. And my family keep on praying for me. My dad keep on praying for me, praying for me. And, and Lord, just, just, just let me know where this son of mine is. 
And he keep on looking at the door where I, the same door that I go away from my home all the time. And he was getting old. Comes up into 69, almost 70. He keep on trying for me. Until the 2011, a man stood up in front of the stage where I was working at the, the Beachcomber Island Resort, very famous uh, resort back home. And uh, he looked at me up and say, is this is you? And I said, yes. What are you doing here? And I said, I'm just walking here. Praise the Lord. And he said, this is the last time I want to see your face there. I said, Lord, this is very harsh for me. I'm the band leader here. Everybody knows me here. I'm doing this. I'm big man here. He walked away. I went back into my room and sit down and think about it and who is that man and where he comes from and what he's trying to do to me. Are we related or whatever? Everything started to blur in my eyes. That man is related to me. I tried to ignore him, but he knows me. Inside of me, my, my, my inner man inside of me, I know him. But just because of the pride and the things what is, you know, I'm going through, I don't, don't want to let him know that I don't want to know him either. I went back into the room, I started weeping, I weeping. This is something, everybody, all my friends said, hey, Andrew, what's wrong with you? Are you sick? No. I never regretted the decision. In the morning, I stood up, take a piece of paper and a pen. I wrote down my resignation letter. I handed it over to the manager of the resort. She was looking at me and said, Andrew, are you going crazy? Are you mad? Please, what you do? You know, you're a big asset in this company. I said, excuse me, madam. I'm going home. I take a step. From the time, I never turn back. Go back into that place. So I start to, to say, Lord, here yeah, I am. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back home. I don't know how I'm going to get home, but I'm going to go home. I, everything is starting to get back into my mind. Look, you know, you know what the devil is trying to do into our family? Trying to do into your life, your personal life? He's very smart. It's going to come every corner of your life. Remember, I'm here, I'm standing here, I'm a true witness. This is what happened. If a person, you know, the devil doesn't even know if you were sons of a preacher man or whatever, whatever. You just want to come in anytime, you just come in. You have to get prepared all the time. Praise the Lord. I remember the stories in the Bible about the prodigal son. And yes, he was just out there. Everything is gone wild. And he stood up and said, my father's house. Except the Lord build a house. They labor. They work it in vain. Praise the Lord. So I went back home. I tried to find my way home. Everything is just the same. And I thank the Lord that my dad received me. I was just a very blessed person in the house. And he called me and he was crying. And he said, I was praying for you for so many years. I know that the Lord 
is be with you. So you come back. I want to talk to you. I want to share something with you. So he starts sharing things to me. And I know his life is short, but I just want to uh, get some of this uh, advice and all these uh, things that he always taught to us about. So I just, I just grab a few things and put it into my heart and wrote it down in a piece of paper, and this is what I'm going to do. When I was small, I, I used to uh, watch my dad preaching, and I said, oh, Lord, one day I want, I want to become like my dad, preaching and doing all these things. And look where the processing of what I'm, my dreams, where it takes me. People doesn't even know that I'm going to end up into this place anymore because they know me. I, I, now, at this very moment, before, my, before we're having a conversation with dad, mom comes to me and said, you know what? Grandma, I pray for you. I pray for you. You're going to become a very great man of God. You're not going to be here. You're going to go somewhere else. I was nowhere in the world I'm going to go to Australia. I didn't have any money. Just an ordinary village boy looking after cattle. Yes. So that, that, that kind of encouragement that my family back home gave it to me, I put it into my heart. And I said, Lord, if this is thy will, let thy will be done. By the time I give my life back to the Lord, you know, temptation comes in. You know, temptation is not a sin, but if you jumped into it, and then you grab all of it, and that's it. Temptation comes from every corner of my life, starting to pushing it into my family. Um, everything is gone. I, I've, I've raised up four beautiful children back home, two boys and two girls. Their mother ran away. Tried to locate her. In four years, I can't. So I said, Lord, I'm enough. I'm, I'm just being the one that you call me, what you want me to be. I'm just sitting down at home, praying. I said, Lord, this is, what I, this is the fruit of my labor. Because I, I just do things on my own. I didn't acknowledge my ways to you. So you can direct my path. And this is what I'm going to do. So I stand up as a man. Yes, this is what I'm going to do. Praise the Lord. My family were there supporting me. 2007, at the last breath of my dead, he called me and I said, you look outside, there's a church. You're going to be a pastor of the church. I was nowhere in the world to become a pastor. I don't even know scriptures in the Bible. Just only a few. And look at this house. I've built this house. If you want to build it, renovating it or whatever, you do so. It belongs to you now. You've got lots of money. And I, even my pocket was got a big hole in my pocket. I got no money. I even got any bank account. I've got lots of bills. I know my, my wife knows what I'm saying because she comes to know to pay my bills. I almost get up in jail. Yes. Because I've got lots of bills in the government. How do I get those bills in the government? I'm just, praise the Lord. That's where if you, you're going to end it up too if you don't, you know, let God build that house. Praise the Lord. So yes, back home on the time, things were just easy. I'm just coming in. If you don't have money today, you're still alive for one week. If you don't have sugar today, you still can survive for another month. If you don't have electricity, you just can use the lantern or candles or just build a big fire outside. But don't burn the house. 
That's what happened back home. Life is easy. But I find it hard. I was struggling. Everything was just there, but I choose the hard way. So yes, I was just uh, coming back into my life. God has been so good to me. I, I tried to, to come away from my, my friends and all my you know, best friends. Everyone got a very best friend here. So uh, those groups of people that always uh, you know, putting me into trouble, I, I, I left them there. I don't want to talk with them. I, I, it doesn't mean that I don't like them, but I just want to stay away from them for a couple of months. And I go into the church I look inside, I pray. Lord, I need you. I can't do this by myself. I'm just a young person. I need your help. Praise the Lord. At that very moment, God answered my prayer. And from the 2007, my family, the, 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 the kid's mother ran away in 2002. Leave us to nowhere. So I just uh, build up and pick up my, my luggage with my kids. I look after them from 2002 till 2013. I was praying on the 2011 and 2012. Lord, if thy will for you, for you, God, for me to get married again, let it be. But if it's not for me to be like this, for as long as I'm going to live, I'm going to be like this. And all of a sudden, God answered my prayer in 2013. I was sending a great woman, a lovely woman. Always teaches me a lot. Encouraging me. Sometimes she challenges me very much. I sometimes stand toe to toe with her, but she's very strong. I said, Lord, I pray for this, please. You give it. It's a good one, Lord. Thank you. I'll go through with this. And everybody look at me. Hey, that man, that guy. Hey, what a, oh, he's changed. He started to build up now. He's got a family. Hey, all of a sudden, he, he's got a car. Man, I don't have any money to buy a car. Even the single coin in my pocket, I don't have. And I know all of you here got the card. You can tap anywhere in the world. You access through it. But I don't have any. I'm glad that Sister Debbie comes in and said, honey, this is $10. Go and open your account. <laughs> my goodness. Otherwise, I don't have any. But I thank God that I have Jesus in me. We met in 2018. We have a bit of relationship. Comes up and down. And then as the years go by and days go by, we know each other. I come to know her. And she knows me. Part of it. But sometimes I hide something from, him, from her. And then oh, she said, honey, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm fine. Now I can still see something you hide from me. She knows everything. Praise the Lord. And I thank the Lord that he gave me such a lovely lady to teach me. I've got an attitude. I've got a habit. But, you know, I'm not going to take it out by myself. You know, I need somebody to, you know, iron sharpen irons, you know. Praise the Lord. Sometimes I said, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let this, uh, this woman go away from me. You know, it's really... Always just challenge me every time I stood up. And this is what is now. Remember, God tried to build something on me. All of my life, I build my own things. I build a relationship with my family. I build, I, I go to school, I go to work. I, everything I do, just, just me. 
You know, I don't even let God to come in. So when I get stuck and things start to boil up, oh, I thank the Lord that he has got another way. So for you and me, that's why he gave his life to die on the cross. Shed his blood for you and me this morning. We are on our way to hell. We are on our way to the death pit of hell. Some of us are almost right at the end of that cliff. But God, grab them. Bring them back. You're not supposed to be there, my sons and my daughters. You're supposed to be here. I, I've called you so many times. I'm visiting you so many times. But you still love the place that we are staying. Please come away from your comfort zone. Praise the Lord. That's why we are here. That's why the church of Hope Divine is here. The pastor is here. People here. The brethren, fellowship with him. I don't do that. I just do things on my own. I mingle with lots and lots of kind of people. The ministers, the prime ministers. That's where I ended up to. Did they give me anything? No. Did they build anything on me? No. They just use me. They use my time. They use my talent. Oh, he's a very nice guy. He can play. He can sing. But at the end of that story, nothing. All in vain. That's why Solomon said, oh, he got everything. 300 wives, 700 concubines, and all this, and all that. He, he, he have all those, had the whole things of this world. But he said, vanity is vanity. I know that I've been into that world. I know what is happening out there. That's why I'm standing here. If or some... Or one of us here wants to go back into that world, please don't. I've been there. And I want to be a true witness to someone this morning. I've got lots of things to say. But God said, this is what I want you to say. Except God, God build a house. Their labor is in vain. And I want to, and I want to uh, stretch out this morning to the family, parents, mothers and fathers. I know you're struggling, fighting for your children. You had a very good uh, seminar yesterday. I've learned a lot of things because this is what happened to me and my family. Because maybe because I was just looking after my, my kids for the, so many years. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm a, a mother and a father at the same time. And, and I, I don't uh, say this in excuses, but I, I, in fact, that's what I was going through. But I, I, I give everything unto the Lord. I said, Lord, you gave me these kids. You're going to feed them. You're going to taught them in, in every right thing. I don't have any words. I don't have uh, things in my life, the power or the strength to do this. Sometimes I sit back and I say, Lord, why you gave me these kids? I've got a headache. I don't know what to do. I tried to chase them away. And they stood up in me. I look at them. And that is me. Praise the Lord. So till today, I thank the Lord for what he has done in our life. Except the Lord build the house, their labor is vain. In vain they built it. The word vain is the key word or the keynote here. Praise the Lord. And we hear it rings out clearly three times. Men desiring to build known that they must labor. And accordingly, they put all their skills and strength in order to achieve their dreams. 
But let them remember that if God is not with them at all that their skills and strength and their designs will prove failures. Praise the Lord. So what happened in Babel Tower story? I know uh, we're, I'm going to go back into this before I finish off this morning. Babel Tower story. You know, the Bible said that the people at the time they have this one language. So a group of people stood up and said, let us build a, a city and a tower. Praise the Lord. So they all agree. And remember, God listened to them. God hear what they were trying to do. You know, I wish that God pulled me back on the day when I just decided to go out into the world. That's the, that's the problem because he gave you the free will of choice. Praise the Lord. So, that, so that's, you have to put God first. That's why he comes back to you and said, accept. God build that house. Your relationship will be fine. And all this story says, the builders say to themselves, go to let us build us a city and the tower. And they did build it. Not long God knows that this building is going to reach heaven. Praise the Lord. People worked so hard, they toiled days and night, lifting up huge bricks and woods. Remember those days, they are less means of machines to carry those things. And you want, in this world right now, have you seen any building that reaches up into the sky? Pastor was talking about the skyscraper today. People are trying to, to reach up into heaven. But they, they are just, the Bible story, yes, they reach up into heaven. Praise the Lord. So imagine build buildings using their own ideas, own resources, manpowers, by any means of the courses to get this work done. But remember, God doesn't work with them. But he still let them build it. Praise the Lord. Look what the Lord did to their toils and hard work day and night. He returned their words into their own bosom and saying, Go to, let us go down, and there confound the language. In vain and toil, for the Lord's face was against them. Praise the Lord. When Solomon resolved to build the house for the Lord, matters were very different. For all things united under God to aid him in his great undertaking. Even the Ethan were on their back and called that he might erect the temple of the Lord, his God. In the same manner, God blessed him in the election of his own palace. For this verse evidently reverse to a sort of a house building. You know, uh, uh, when, we, when we think about, when we, when we talk about house, this is something, not, I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about building a relationship with your wives, building a relationship with your husbands, the children, building, you know, something in this life. Because you do things on your own. I know, you know it. Praise the Lord. Some decision you just, you just do it just a couple of minutes ago. That I'm not going to open my mouth and praise this God. You know what the Bible said? Those who have breath. Is anyone here doesn't have any breath? No. I know everybody's got the breath. They have to praise the Lord. Amen? It's very simple. If you've got a breath, just praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just want to let you know, uh, you know, I just want to be very careful with it. Sometimes we, we ignore this. 
and we just want to go on our own way. You know, without God, we are nothing. I know that. Without God, we are nothing. Praise the Lord. Whatever you may think, or try to explain it, you tried without God, you are a nothing. Great houses have been erected by ambitious men, but like the baseless fabric of a vision, they have passed away. The scared of stone remains to tell they once they stood. The wealthy builder of a known such palace could be revisited a glimpse of the moon. Would a perplexed to find a relictance of their handiwork, I like maybe said of the builders of a castles and abbeys, when the mode of the life indicates by these piles cease to be endurable by the Lord. And massive walls of ancient architects crumble into ruins. Remember, this is Babel Tower. They put all the efforts together. I know you, you try to build up something. And it's, it takes years. You fight it. You just can't go sleep at a time. You're thinking about it. But please, can you just flip the page and say, Lord, here I am. I'm going to give everything to you. My children, my family. Some of the children are supposed to be here this morning. Amen? You may be wondering, you know. I've heard things yesterday that it really touches me. Because, you know, when I look back past years ago, if my parents didn't even keep on telling me to go into the church, I'm lost today. I'm a lost person. So, you know, we try to get everyone in the house. Please, we just go to church. Can we just please go to church? There's something good about coming to church. You ask David. He knows it. Praise the Lord. He read his Psalms. He tells everything. People are afraid of coming to church. Why? Some people are calling the guns here and shooting at them or that's why we were taught in the life class. I thank the Lord that I come to learn this. When I go back home, I'll teach them. This is the way it should be. We want to make disciples. We want to look after the newborn babies. They need sincere milk. Praise the Lord of the word of God. Hallelujah. Yes. Not only we do now spend our strength for not without God, but all who have ever labored apart from him come under the same sentence. Trowels and hems, saws and planes, or whatever has been used are instrument of vanity, unless the Lord Jesus Christ be the master builder. Amen. Praise the Lord. Whom do you, whom do you, um, you know, let it become your builder this morning? I pray every day, Lord, just build your kingdom in me. This is what I want. Because this problem, I used to tell become, you know what the Bible said that Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. And the problem with us here this morning, as the time God, Jesus tried to build his church on you, at the same time too, you tried to build a church inside of you, or inside of the church. That's dangerous. Praise the Lord. I was back then in the island, we were living in a bure. It's a thatched roof house. It's, it can cater about four people inside there. It's not that much big. But when I came back one day, I found out there's another little house inside that house. And I said, what is this? Where's my bed? I've seen all my stuff outside. And I said, 
who allow this to happen? You can't build a house inside a house. So this guy comes to me and apologizes and said, oh, because he wants to do, you know why he do that? Because he wants to do things on his own. We can go out there and practice together. He just go inside the room. We can eat together. He just eat by himself inside the room. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. And it's a very big lesson to me. Because this is what I do. When God tries to build something in me, and I'm trying to build another things in me again at the same time. Very hard. So the day I give my whole life unto the Lord, bang, just an instant of it. Here I am, Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm going to give everything to you. Whatever it may take, whatever it may cost, let that will be done. Because my will doesn't even take me to anywhere. What I've been doing is going to take me to destruction. And shame things going to brought into my family. So if someone sitting down here wants to go back and, and enjoy the life that he already left, please. I ask you, I plead for you in the name of Jesus. Stay inside the church. That's why the church is here. Read your word. Word of God is there in your life. It's there right in front of you. Pray. Fast. And be in the presence of the Lord. Listen to the teaching. Listen to the pastor. Whoever is matured enough in the, you know, the maturity, the spiritual maturity in the church. Go to him or her. Sit down and ask. And ask. Is what I've... It's going right. Everything is okay. Praise the Lord. I know that we try to build up things in the presence of the Lord. And said, Lord said, you know what the Bible said? People are going to come unto that day and said, Oh God, Jesus, I pray and I cast out devils in your name. I do this and I do that. And what the Bible said? I knew you're not. It's a very big problem. Some of us here today, I, I, one day I was just going to church. I play the music. I sing. I praise the name of Jesus. And one day I come back home and I said, Lord, did I do that for you? Did I know you? Sometimes you just only say the name of Jesus, but we don't even know who is he. Praise the Lord. He's the great God. He's the one that loves you. Loves me. Love everybody. And he's not going to leave you or forsake you. Praise the Lord. So this uh, morning... The scriptures uh, faces the dispensation of system. It's called house. What I was just mentioning, the Bible. Moses had faithful and a servant of all of his house. And as long as the Lord was with that house, it stood and prospered. But when he left, the builders of it became foolish. And the labor was lost. Praise the Lord. Of every church and every system of religion thought through, this is equally true unless the Lord is in it. And is honored by it. The whole structure must sooner or later fall in hopeless ruin. Must can be done by men. He can both labor or watch. But without God he has accomplished nothing at all. And his wakefulness has not warded off evil. In Matthew chapter 7 verse 22. Many will say unto me in the day. Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name there, you know, many wonderful works. People will say in the presence of the Lord on that day. Yes, it's going to happen because it's the word of God. And the Bible said in verse 23, And I will profess unto them, I never knew you. 
Depart from me, he that worked iniquity. Building a house means everything in a private life. Getting married, having children, work, finances, planning of household. And watching over the city means everything in public life. Works and plans, in marketplaces, in governments, in schools, in churches. Some is about any endeavor of life in which a person says, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to accomplish. I want to get married and having babies. I want to get this degree, build this business, achieve these financial goals, grow this church, and, and so on and so on all things. Praise the Lord. Yes, the word of God through his servant David says in two ways. Of all endeavors of life can be approached. The Lord can build these things and watch over them. Or you can try to build these things and watch over them by yourself. Praise the Lord. When the Lord builds it, you don't have to worry. When the Lord comes into your life, he said, Lord, here I am. Just take control of everything. Praise the Lord. I'm not saying that what you have done so far is bad. But look at it. Just think back. Are you doing it with the Lord or you just do it by your own? Praise the Lord. It may be sound terrible. Oh. You know what the Bible says about the, the good works that you do? Anyone knows? It's nothing in the presence of the Lord. It doesn't even count it. It says it's just like a filthy wreck. And what are we going to do? He never overlooked at that. He said, don't rely on that. That's gone. Just moved into perfection. From perfect to perfection. Reviving yourself in the word of God. Even more in the spirit of the word of God. Praise the Lord. So before I sit down this morning, I know that my testimony is built up in someone's life this morning. And I'm not going to you know, make it simple that if God is not building that house, the labor is going to be in vain. He's not going to go anywhere. I thank the Lord that, he, that, he, that I allow him to build this house again. I'm not yet finished. I'm not yet a perfect person. I'm not whatever th people may think. You know, I'm not wearing this sulu and stand up and preaching that I'm something, that I'm perfect, that I'm, all, I'm fine. No, Bible said that no one is righteous. But we are striving forward. We, we are moving forward and leave everything behind. And look forward with what God has been prepared for us. Praise the Lord. Forget about what is happening in the past. Because it doesn't bring anything. It reminds us that we not, don't have to do that thing again. As a family, come together. You need a lot of time. I, I really miss my family because my wife, Sister Debbie, is still here. And I'm going back and forth into Fiji. I... I pray that the Lord will work out something so I can bring my children together. And I thank the Lord that my mom is still looking after them at home while I'm away here. And I thank God that his, you know, his provision then brings us together and put us together. And at a certain time, I pray that he's going to be not so long. It's going to be very soon. And uh, I need your prayer. I don't need anything. I just need your prayer. Praise the Lord. And I'm trying to build this up. And I know you try to build up something in your life. But remember, put God first. Just let God walk on that life. Ah, can we all stand up this morning? And I know um, it's not that easy to do something. And somebody else is trying to come in into your life and start telling you what to do and what not to do. Amen. 
It's not that easy. And when God speaks, He speaks that He knows something you're going through right now, you have to live aside. Lay aside. Push back a little bit. Praise the Lord. Things you're going through. Maybe you have some difficulties, some relationship that has been broken for so many years. And you try to mend it, try to put it together, but it doesn't work because you do it on your own. Let God interfere. Let God come into that. Praise the Lord. It's, it's not going to work if you just try to work it out on yourself. I know the time when the prodigal son starting to remember what is happening in the house. He said, in my father's house. He stood up and go. Father never even looked back. Keep on watching the way that his son left that house. All of a sudden, he saw that his son is coming back. Maybe, you're, maybe our children is somewhere today. You don't know. You fight it for so many years that they don't agree with what you're trying to do. They don't, they don't support you in the churches. Don't have to worry about that. Just pray for them. Just get down on your knees and say, Lord, you give me these kids. You bless us with these kids. And I'm going to give it back to you. Praise the Lord. It's very hard to see people running around. I just have a conversation with my friend, Brother John, this morning. And I was telling him that people out here in the world, they relax. They don't know anything. They, they, they just go eat. They just go spend their money. They do everything. They don't even know what is going to happen next. No one tells them. Praise the Lord. You're so blessed this morning. That you can come and hear the word of God. God is speaking to your life. Maybe you, you're trying to, to, to step back a couple of weeks ago or last month. You don't want to come into church. Please. Just come into the church. God wants to speak to you. God is there, you know, to heal you. If, you. if you go through sickness, He can heal you. Praise the Lord. Nothing is impossible. He's a great God. We sing the song and we praise His name. What, what else? Praise the Lord. And I know this morning, the work of the Lord in my life and in my family, I experienced a very good life. And I thank the Lord that I was trying to, to insist the Sister Debbie... I know she, she comes from a different uh, belief with me. And she's a Jehovah's Witness back home in New Zealand. And, uh, you know, she's a very reserved lady. I, I, I always very careful with what I'm saying. And uh, I was praying for us. Somehow, along the way, I was just getting frustrated. And I said, Lord, she's not going to get baptized. And I'm not going to preach. Because whom I'm going to preach to? Because my wife is in the gym baptized. She doesn't even obey your word. And I said, and he told me, son, I get you out of Egypt. I pulled you out. I choose you. He got something in you. Just humble yourself in the presence of the Lord. And I will lift you up. So I, I changed my attitude. I changed the habit of my life. And I tried to change everything. Not by the things that I say, by the way she looked at me and I said, yes. She's okay. She's fine. Sometimes you try to preach very hard and severely and very strong to children, maybe to your friends, workmates. But they didn't know. They're watching over you all the time. 
They've seen you. Little things you do yesterday, little lies, a bit of uncooperate with this thing. You know, sometimes you say things, things on the other side, and the other side you just do another thing. They need a true picture of God in our life because God created us in His own image. So we have to live according to the Word of God. It doesn't matter who you are, what circumstance you're going through, whatever happens in your life, one day you're going to stand in the presence of the Lord. You're going to answer well to His Word, whether it's good or bad. And what I'm saying here today is the decision that you make now is going to take you to a better place. Bible said, I've got a plan for you. Not a plan to destroy you. Not a plan to kill you. Or whatever. He said, it's a plan for you to prosper. To get a good future. We, 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 we got a hope that God has prepared a place for you and me. After this life. Nowhere. I don't want to stay in this world anymore. I just said, Lord, just take me. I want to be with you. Praise the Lord. I find it hard. I pay bills. I do this. I do that. I go here. I put it. But Lord, up there, no more. Praise the Lord. But let God build that house this morning. As we stand up and bow our heads in prayer, just say something to the Lord. Just say something. He wants to speak to you. I'm, I'm going to stop now. I can hear him speaking to you right now in the name of Jesus. He's speaking to your heart. Just allow that small voice to speak into your heart. Just lift up your hands. Just praise and worship him one more time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your presence this morning. Thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for your word, Lord Jesus. Someone here this morning, Lord, take heed of this word, Lord Jesus, and make a big change in their life, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for giving me power and strength this morning to stand and deliver the words that you want. Bless each and every one this morning. Bless the church. In Jesus' name we pray. Ask the pastor. Come and finish the service this morning.